As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Just Glow With It podcast, a lifestyle and personal development podcast inspiring women to glow up and create the life of their wildest dreams. I'm Jasmine, podcast host, certified life coach, and your go-to glow girl for all things living an aligned life of abundance, beauty, and luxury. Just Glow With It is for the modern woman who is here to do the real work, make mindset shifts, and are also down for happy hour with the girls. We're combining the metaphysical and material world in order to create our most aligned, high vibe, and abundant lives. If you're ready to tap into your glowness, uncover your divine purpose, and live a fabulous luxe life, then keep on listening. As always, remember to just glow with it. Hello my loves, welcome back to another episode here on Just Glow With It. I hope you are all having an amazing day. So today's episode is a bit of a Q&A. I asked over on my Instagram stories if you had any topic suggestions or any questions that you would like for me to speak on in this episode and I received some really great submissions and topics to talk about. I wanted this episode to be kind of like a chit chat style think of it as us meeting up at a coffee shop and just talking about all the things over some coffee and having some great girl talk and all of those vibes and just a little side note i did receive a lot of questions regarding relationship advice and how to you know have a healthy relationship how to get over a toxic relationship and how to navigate you know uh toxic family dynamics and stay positive in an in an unhealthy environment and i also did receive some questions regarding financial advice, how to get out of debt, how to save, how to invest in your finances. And I decided I'm going to create an entirely separate episode talking about those specific topics with my partner. He's way more knowledgeable when it comes to finances and getting out of debt and investing because he has, you know, gone through that process of getting himself out of debt and investing his finances and really elevating his financial situations. And secondly, I thought it would be nice to kind of have a male perspective when it comes to relationships and how to have a healthy relationship, how to move on from past situations. So if you are someone who asked any questions pertaining to these topics it will be coming soon in a separate episode with him in it however in today's episode we will be covering a lot of different topics as well so i hope that you enjoyed this episode these words inspire you motivate you and keep you going for this upcoming week so without further ado let's just go ahead and get into this episode So the first topic, somebody said, it's summertime, positive 
body image mindset crying emoji. I totally relate. I think we can all relate when I say some of us are feeling a little bit insecure now that it's summertime. So I want to read this quote that I found and it is by Nikita Gill or Jill. I think it's Gill. Nikita Gill. And it says, please be gentle with your body. It loves you more than anyone or anything in this world. It fixes every cut, every wound, every broken bone and fights off so many illnesses, sometimes without you even knowing about it. Even when you punish it, it is still there for you, struggling to keep you alive, keep you breathing. Your body is an ocean full of love, so please be kind to it. It's doing the very best it can. And when I read this quote, it gave me chills and it gave me some perspective and it made me realize that our bodies are so magical. Your body do so many things for you with without you even having to think about it and when I think of it in in that way it almost makes me feel sad knowing how unappreciative I've been of my body because of external reasons which I will get into that realization made me open my eyes to how unkind I've been to my own body and how even like the quote says even when i've been unkind to it it still does its best for me when it comes to creating a healthy mindset around body your body and body image in general some things that have been helping me identifying my beliefs around my body and my body image and body image in general so some questions you can ask yourself if you are someone who struggles with having a positive body mindset or you just struggle with appreciate appreciating your body is asking yourself what was the example set for me as a child how was i made to feel about my own body growing up what was the standard of beauty that you were shown were you made to feel shame about your body for looking a certain way or not you know being a certain way and growing up from my dad's side i was forbidden forbidden to show skin um it started i would say when i was in elementary school once i got a little bit older all of a sudden i was told i couldn't wear shorts i couldn't wear skirts i couldn't show my legs i couldn't really you know show my chest even though I was a little kid I had nothing to show anyways but the older I got and the more my body developed the stricter the rules got when it came to what I was allowed to wear and I wasn't again allowed to show my legs I really wasn't allowed to show my arms my chest had to be completely covered and I couldn't even show like the shape of my boobs and mind you I don't have the biggest boobs I, I'm like a small c at biggest and I don't have the biggest butt but like I have a butt but I was made to feel shame for my body parts I wasn't allowed to one show them but also I was conditioned to hide the natural figure of my body so that meant like having to wear oversized clothing or loose clothing to hide my womanly shape i understand that different religions have different standards and things like that so totally respect that but for me being told i couldn't wear certain things or i couldn't you know show certain parts of my body that never sat well with me when i got out of that environment and i was no longer being controlled by people telling me can't wear this can't do that you know you have to hide this etc i began to recognize that the conditionings that i had that i had been through still had a hold on me even though i was no longer you know in that environment and i was no longer being told 
I found myself feeling uncomfortable even if I was wearing like spaghetti straps or a tank top and I felt so uncomfortable wearing those things because I felt naked because I was so used to having to hide certain parts of my body and it took some time to for me to reprogram my beliefs and get comfortable with showing parts of myself that I was once forbidden to show and I was made to feel shameful for. That just goes to show you why it's so important to identify what are your beliefs and your programming regarding your body image and how you were made to feel in your body. Some things that have really helped me to get comfortable and cultivate a more positive and healthy body mindset have been one unfollowing accounts and people that set unrealistic goals and standards when it comes to body image this is a huge one so i don't follow anyone on social media that i know is portraying an unrealistic standard when it comes to body image so for the kardashians for example don't get me wrong i'm actually a fan of the kardashians i love their brand i love what they've built for themselves and i i actually am a fan of them However, I do not follow them on Instagram because they are the epitome of setting unrealistic beauty standards, especially when it comes to body image. They have gotten so much work done on their bodies, which also I'm not against plastic surgery. I'm not against doing things that are going to make you feel good. I'm not against that at all. However, they are known for having plastic surgery but never admitting to plastic surgery and then posting heavily edited photos on instagram on top of having plastic surgery and even they don't look like how they look in their pictures in real life and so because of that because of those unrealistic beauty standards if i were to follow those accounts that is absolutely setting myself up for failure and to have a negative outlook on my own body because that is something that is not even realistic like it's not even real for them and they have the money and they've had the surgery you know to have the body that they want and they still have to edit their photos and along with that tip goes with following people that actually promote realistic healthy body image and a positive body mindset and someone in particular that i've recently come across and she's doing amazing work regarding this area her name is i believe her name is danae mercer her ig handle is d-a-n-a-e-m e-r-c-e-r so essentially what she does is she posts real raw photos alongside heavily edited photos so like if you go on her instagram what you will find is a post where on one side there will be a edited photo she's posed in a certain way and she's in certain lighting and the and the photo looks really pretty and on the other side what you will find is a normal photo where she's not posing she's not in the best lighting and she's just like in a normal state maybe she's slouching maybe she's sitting and you will see rolls and you will see stretch marks and you will see cellulite and you will see things that are considered unflattering and she shows the comparison just to enlighten us that not everything is what it seems on social media and just because someone you know is posing a certain way and looks a certain way on social media it doesn't mean that 
they don't have rolls or they don't have stretch marks or they don't have cellulite like she just really emphasizes on the fact that everyone has quote-unquote flaws no one is perfect and she really highlights you know what's real and what's fake and it's just such a breath of fresh air and if you just spend a few minutes scrolling on her page specifically it will really shift your perspective around your own body image and really help you to cultivate a more positive body mindset because the things that she shares it's so mind-blowing and it just makes you feel so seen and so comforted and knowing that you're not the only one with whatever insecurities that you have and they're absolutely normal and okay to have my last tip that i would have when it comes to cultivating a more positive body mindset which is something that i'm still working on every single day is to give yourself grace compassion and patience before it was social media it was the things that we saw in movies and in magazines and on tv and even after social media there's going to be you know something else that we compare ourselves to and society has specifically targeted us in pointing out our insecurities and making us feel insecure and feel like there are things about us that we have to fix because if there is no problem then there is no way for pe- for businesses to make money you know they need to businesses and services need to make you feel like there's something wrong with you or that you have something that needs to be fixed in order for you to spend money on their beauty product or on their services and things like that it's really important like i said to show yourself compassion because you're literally fighting a system that has been built to make you feel insecure so that they can make money And like I said, I am not against plastic surgery. I'm not against beauty treatments. I am not against anything that is going to make you feel good. The only thing that I'm like super concerned about is making sure that whatever it is you do, whether it's getting plastic surgery, whether it's a beauty treatment or getting, you know, fillers or Botox or whatever, make sure that you're doing it for yourself and not to receive gratification or external validation from anyone else because plastic surgery and these treatments and things like that is like a drug and if you are doing it for the wrong reasons it's so easy to get addicted and you know you go in for one little thing and then that one little thing turns into another thing and another thing and another thing and that's why we see people like Khloe Kardashian who have gone way too far in their plastic surgery in my humble opinion and they end up looking honestly somewhat deformed and not human-like because they've just done so much to themselves that they they have like gone to a point of no return and that comes from a place of insecurity and my heart goes out to Khloe Kardashian because personally for me, I don't know how I would handle having all eyes on me and being scrutinized and compared to my sisters and being told I'm the ugly sister or the fat sister or whatever. Like that would probably mess up my mental health as well. So I'm totally sympathize and empathize with her but i'm just using her as an example to to bring awareness to how important it is to make sure you're doing things for yourself not because other people got into your head or because other people told you you need to fix your nose or you need to make your lips bigger you need to lose weight whatever you do 
it is your choice just make sure you're doing it for yourself all right so the next topic i wanted to touch on was friendships so some questions that i got were how to deal with friends who aren't committed to your plans but you are to theirs another question i received was how can you talk about feeling guilty for not wanting to talk or hang out with your close friends I'm always busy with work and school and they don't have either. They don't understand free time versus availability. And then somebody else asked, can you talk about friends being influential and how to influential and how to pick your circle and how to go about distancing yourself from energy, negative, gossipy friends? I am excited to dive into this topic because if you've listened to the podcast or if you've been following me for a while, the area of friendships has always been a difficult subject for me. I have navigated through so many obstacles when it comes to friendships, toxic friends, how to be a better friend, how to attract the right people like this has always been a work in progress for me and it still is to this day but you know we're getting through it so so i want to answer the first question which is how to deal with friends who aren't committed to your plans but you are to theirs so i'm assuming by this you mean your friends aren't committed to when you say plans do you mean like your goals and your dreams or like when you make a plan like to hang out or something and they aren't down to hang out that's what i'm a little bit confused about okay wait a minute let me dissect this so i don't quite know in what context you're talking about but regardless if you are talking in the terms of let's say you're making a plan to hang out but they aren't like following through versus when they make plans you do follow through or if you're talking about you know you have goals and dreams and they aren't taking you seriously about it versus they have goals and dreams and and you but you take them seriously regardless of which way you were going with this question bottom line is it sounds like there is a lack of reciprocation within the friendship when it comes to lack of reciprocation you have a few choices. You can, A, if you haven't already communicated how you feel, which it's clear to me you feel a type of way because you feel like you give something into that friendship, but it is not being reciprocated back. So if that is how you feel, it is your responsibility to openly communicate that with your friends because it could be a case of one, they just aren't aware of how you're feeling or maybe they haven't been able to recognize that that you're putting in more into the friendship than they are and they just need to become aware of it so that they can change their their actions or B, they just don't give a shit. Oftentimes than not, they just don't care as much as you do and that is a harsh realization that I had to go through and I want to share kind of how I navigated that. So I have had a few friends where I felt the same energy wasn't being reciprocated and I put in way more into the friendship than they did and I cared way more than they did and they were more selfish within the friendship, right? 
So one friend in particular I had where she was just a very selfish person in general. The way that I navigated that was one by openly communicating how I felt. The way that played out was her acknowledging how I felt and things like that. We would kind of go through this thing where she would be selfish, she would do what she does, and I would bring it up, talk about it, let her know how I was feeling, but ultimately it got to a point where nothing was changing. It was still the same cycle over and over and over and it wasn't getting any better, so I got to a point where I had to make a decision. I knew that I did all I could in that friendship to express myself, to make it better, to change something because it clearly wasn't working for me, but nothing was changing and I knew there was nothing else that I could do to make things different. So I knew I had to make a decision to let that friendship go because it wasn't fair for me and it isn't fair for you or for anyone else listening to be in a friendship, to be in a relationship where you're not receiving the same level of love, of respect, of time, of en- or energy that you are putting in. You deserve to have the same level of respect and energy put in or commitment or support or whatever it is you feel you are not being is not being reciprocated. You deserve to have that be given to you. My suggestion with this is A, if you haven't already have an open conversation with them let them know how you feel what what causes you to feel that way because like i said it could just be a misunderstanding it could be them not really um being self-aware enough of their actions or realizing how their actions or lack of actions make you feel and who knows maybe just having that open conversation can uh, help the friendship Or let's say you've already had that conversation, nothing has gotten better, or you've had that conversation and they refuse to listen to you or they like don't take you seriously, you have to decide what you are willing to put up with. Although people treating us like shit is not our fault, at the end of the day, we get to decide what we put up with. So if you choose to stay in a friendship where you feel they aren't committed to your plans but you are to theirs and you stay in that friendship and you allow that dynamic to continue essentially what you're saying is you are okay with them not staying committed to your plans so you have to decide for yourself do i do you love yourself enough to walk away and to know that you deserve better than that or are you just going to allow things to continue being how they are knowing that you are not okay with how they are so always communicate always express yourself and if that doesn't work or if it's not acknowledged or if behavior isn't changed then you can decide if you need to walk away anyways i want to move on to the topic of how to navigate or how to distance yourself from negative people and negative energies and you know friends who are gossipy there's a few ways to go about it. First thing that I like to take into consideration into consideration when I am in this ex- exact situation is asking myself if I were to have an open and honest conversation with this person or these people, would they be the type of people to be open to receiving the type of criticism that I'm going to 
to give them or are they just those type of people that they are who they are they're, they're stuck in their ways they're not open to other people's perspective and that's just that like there's no getting around it the answer to that question is going to determine which direction to go so like i said for the previous question when it came to you know talking with my friend who i felt was kind of inconsiderate and she always and I felt like I was always putting more into the friendship than she was in that situation I went down the route of first having an open conversation and talking about it and expressing myself because I knew she was the type of person where I could do that I could talk about my feelings and I know that she would be somewhat receptive to it like she wouldn't just completely shut me down or tell me I was crazy or not acknowledge my feelings, which is why I took that route. On the other hand of that, when it came to, you know, removing myself and distancing myself from certain people from my family, I knew that I would not be able to go that route. I wouldn't be able to sit down with them, with them, have a conversation, say, hey, you know, the way that you guys treat me, the beliefs that you guys have, I don't agree with. It makes me feel this way. I don't you know agree with the way that you live your lives and i don't i want to go my own path i knew i would never ever ever be able to have that type of conversation with them because they were the type of people that had a certain mindset and certain belief systems and they were the type of people that swept everything under the rug and we didn't talk about problems we didn't talk about anything that was wrong and we pretended everything was fine and perfect and you were expected to get over things whenever something bad would happen to you like that was the dynamic that we had in that relationship and so I knew when I wanted to distance myself from those people in my life I wasn't going to be able to have a conversation and I knew that I had to kind of just cut them off cold turkey remove them from my life physically virtually like I had to cut ties with them completely because I knew that they would not understand where I was coming from. They would not respect my boundaries. They would not be open to receiving whatever it was that I had to say or talk about. So that was the route that I took. So in your situation, you know, when it comes to your negative friends, your gossipy friends, you have to first ask yourself, what type of people are they? Are they the type where you can have an open conversation and they would be willing to hear you out even if it may not be something that they want to hear? Or are they the type of people where you're not able to have a conversation and they would possibly just shut you out and not allow you to speak your mind? And based on that answer, you can determine which route you need to take for yourself and another thing to take into consideration is when it comes to distancing yourself is do you want to still have them in your life but maybe be not as close to them or is it imperative for your mental health for you for them to be completely out of your life that is something you have to answer for yourself and get very crystal clear on on both of those things before you move forward and i know when it comes to friendships when it comes to relationships or family or things like that a lot of times we make excuses whether it's oh but i've known them since i was a child or oh but they're family and that's my mom and that's you know my grandma or whatever We make these excuses because we don't want to make that final decision of removing them 
from our lives completely which is fine like at the end of the day it is your life and you get to decide who is going to be in your life at what capacity they're going to be in your life like you can have people in your life but you can have them at a distance you know you don't have to talk to them all the time you don't have to see them often you can have them as occasional acquaintances or distant relatives and i think that answer also answered the question for how to pick your circle um like i said you decide who you want in your life at what capacity who has access to your energy and when it comes to how to pick your circle you have to get clear on the type of energy the type of mindset and the type of people you want in your circle so that is my advice and input regarding the friendship category now moving on i wanted to answer two questions that are kind of one and the same one somebody asked how to be more confident in listening to your intuition and somebody else asked to talk about overthinking and battling with indecisiveness and i kind of wanted to answer this in one because they are intertwined so when you are someone who battles with indecisiveness or with overthinking that is a direct reflection of not trusting your intuition not trusting god not trusting source the universe whatever you call it and that is where that overthinking and that indecisiveness stems from because you don't have that groundedness or that faith that you're making the right decision or everything is going to be okay or everything's going to work out so my advice when it comes to overthinking and decisiveness and lack of confidence in your intuition is to build your intuition muscle i've talked about this numerous times on the podcast but to kind of recap the way that you build your intuition muscle and your faith in yourself you have to exercise that in that muscle and i like to use the analogy of going to the gym you know let's say you have a goal of wanting to build muscle mass i don't know you want to get a bigger butt whatever i don't know the logistics of how to grow a bigger butt so don't take this literally but let's say you want to get a bigger butt and you go to the gym for one day and then after that one day you stop going but you still expect your butt to grow you know like it doesn't work that way if you want to see a different result you have to work on it every day and build it to get to where it is you want to be so if you are someone who no longer wants to be indecisive and you no longer want to overthink and you or you are someone who wants to be more confident in yourself and making the right decisions you have to build that muscle and the way that you do that is through affirmative action meaning you have to take little steps to get you to trusting yourself and to being more decisive start with little things in your life that you can practice with being super decisive like begin making clear decisive decisions with small little things in your life whether it's deciding to deciding what you're going to wear that day or what you're going to eat or where you're going to go or how you're going to spend your day or when you get an intuitive nudge that tells you 
do this, don't do that. Or you get that little voice in your head that tells you to do something. Listen to it. And another thing that I feel comes with overthinking again is we just don't trust ourselves to make the right decision. Or we or we like worry about things that are not even in our control. So when it comes to overthinking, for myself, what I found when I'm overthinking, I'm usually worried about things that may or may not happen, things that are not in my control, or things that I'm just imagining in my mind and it's causing me to overthink and what happens when I do that is it paralyzes me or it causes me to feel overwhelmed one or the other but you know when you overthink let's say you're you really want to start a business for example or you really want to start a YouTube YouTube channel or a podcast or something like that but you're overthinking it, whether it's the right choice or whether you'll be good at it or whatever your overthinking looks like. What that can do is paralyze you from even making that first step in the right direction. Or it can cause you to worry about things that haven't even happened yet, like, oh, what if people make fun of me? What if people find out? What if I look stupid? What if this? What if that? And again, you're stressing yourself out about things that aren't even happening or you're paralyzing yourself from moving forward in your life. A coping technique that I've found that has been so helpful whenever I am in the midst of needing to make a decision and I'm being super indecisive or I am in a place of overthinking and overwhelm and fear and things like that is making a pros and cons list and this is actually very simple but very very effective so i'll give an example of when i use this technique a few months ago when i was contemplating if i wanted to quit my day job that was something that i was stressing about for the last few months before i actually decided to make that decision and I was stressing about it because I was overthinking. What if it's not the right time? What if I fail? What if I make a mistake? Overthinking every possible case scenario, which of course was causing me to be indecisive about my decision. The longer that I stayed in that indecisive mode, the more frustrated I became because I knew I had to make a choice. So what helped me make a choice was making a pros and cons list of both quitting my day job or staying at my day job. Doing that helped me to get mental clarity. It helped me to release kind of like all the energy that I was holding in. And once I kind of released that and I was able to physically see the pros and cons for either decision, my decision that I needed to make became crystal clear. And it came with such certainty because I allowed myself to kind of see both sides and I also allowed myself to release the overwhelm and the overthinking and just see things for what they really were. Even before I made the pros and cons list, deep down I already knew what decision I wanted to make, but I needed like validation in order to feel good about my decision. If you're constantly waiting for approval from other people, or if you're constantly waiting for validation to feel good about, to feel good or confident about the decisions that you make, 
you're essentially living your life based on other people's opinions and perspective all right my loves well i think i'm going to end this episode here i know there was there were a few other questions i didn't get to but this episode is already an hour long and that's a little much but um like i said for the other questions regarding relationships toxic family how to navigate that financial advice and tips and things like that those questions will be answered in another episode with my partner so we can give both of our perspectives around that i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope these answers made sense and were helpful in some way if not i am so sorry and i was probably just talking out of my ass but i really really hope not um if you enjoyed this episode i would so appreciate if you could screenshot this episode send it to someone who you think may benefit from hearing this episode post it on your instagram stories tag me in it great week and as always until next time remember to just go with it as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster and indeed doesn't just help you hire faster 93 percent of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show will get a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com podcast that's indeed.com podcast terms and conditions apply